pronto, Vincenza. Pronto, Randy. And pronto, everyone. Welcome to the Pronto Podcast, Conversations of Life, where we love to talk about all the beautiful things life has to offer, fashion, self-care, goals, inspiration, favorite memories, current events, and more. So much more. And welcome, everyone, for, you know, and joining us for our 21st episode of Pronto. 21st, right? Right. I love that. How, how about, do you, are you, are you sick of me yet, Randy? No, <laughs> I'm just getting to know you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, I am just always so excited to film and record our Pronto podcast because not only do I have the opportunity to just have a conversation with you, Randy, but also the influential people that we get to meet and all of the incredible things that we get to learn about. And I think that's what's truly special about this podcast is that we are so diverse and so inclusive and always welcoming of all different types of people with all different types of occupation. And I love that because we're always learning and we're always providing our audience an opportunity to educate themselves and learn about someone new and different because it's all about networking. And and we live in a digital day and age where you have to network virtually, right? Yeah. So we give everyone that opportunity here at Pronto. So what's been new, Randy? Well, I'm interested in uh, Heather's uh, codes. So, oh, uh, Heather I Cox, nav- yes. Navigate the uh, internet. <laughs> oh, so. you love Heather. So I've known Heather who is going to be our guest. We will jump into all of that um, amazing information about Heather. I went to school with Heather. We went to grade school. Yes. um, Graduated high school, AI DuPont High School, fellow alum, Tiger. Um, We've known each other for quite some time. And so we've always, and I always say that to Heather that we've always had the opportunity to work together and we've always held leadership positions before and all of the the activities we've done in school and it just, our paths kept coming, you know, crossing and everything comes full circle. I truly believe that. And it's really neat that I'm able to work with her now in my businesses. Um, And she does help and guide me and teach me so much about this tech world that we, this digital world that we live in, because that's what it is. And it continues to evolve, especially through the, you know, the last few years through COVID and everything that we had to go to go through and adapt and pivot. We live in a digital world and it continues to evolve every single day. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've been tortured this uh, past week because uh, I live in Chatsworth Mm -hmm. and the prisoner around my neighborhood. So sorry. uh, you know, uh, the state uh, police were in my neighborhood with machine guns and helicopters above. And, so you had a, a little yeah. eventful yeah. area. Well, I, um, I've been watching from afar, um, but as long as you're safe, I think yeah. that's what's most important is that you're safe, the community is safe, and hopefully they'll be able to um, find this individual. But as long as everyone's safe and no one gets hurt, I think that's what's most important oh, yeah. at this point. Um, but to shift gears a little bit, how's school? It's difficult. <laughs> okay. Well, school's not supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be slightly challenging. I'm, I'm taking nutrition class and, uh, okay. you know, all you want to know about nutrition. So okay. it's lipids and carbohydrates. Well, I think everything. that, I think that's good yeah, to, yeah. to learn about nutrition and, and carbohydrates and, and everything that goes into reading a nutritional label. Yeah. I think that's super helpful and very important to learn how to read a nutrition label. Yeah. I, le- I think I took a college course on diet, 
dietetics or no, not dietetics, nutrition and something else. And it was very informative. It was a nutrition class and it was taught by a certified nutritionist and dietitian. I think that was the proper term. And it was extremely helpful. Even though I was not pursuing a career in nutrition and and whatnot and, and physical fitness, I wasn't pursuing a career, but I had to take a course just to take, you know, a course for boosting my GPA. And that was one of the courses my, um, I was my, my school counselor had suggested I take. And I was like, sure, I'll try it. And, you know, can't go, can't be that hard. Well, it was hard. Yeah. <laughs> it was hard, but super informative. And I'm so grateful that I did take that class because still to this day, I feel very confident in reading a nutrition label. I know how to go pick up any type of product and turn it over and read the back of the label. And I understand the words. I understand what everything means. And I'm always learning. And if I, and if I forget, and we, you know, we have Google at the palms of our hands, you know, very quickly, I will Google it and I will learn and educate myself and look it up. But it is very helpful. In fact, I was taking a quiz today and I, I used Google. <laughs> Were you allowed to? <laughs> I think so. Okay, I haven't been in school in a while. I don't know if you're allowed to Google things while taking a quiz. I, I think so. I'm ha- handicapped, so you know, they allowed me. That's all right. Listen, sometimes if, if it takes you a little long, I think we have a... Uh, did you hear that, everyone? We have like a little um, a soundboard right here, and I think the button keeps going off by itself. Listen to this one. That's literally my favorite favorite one but the other one that sounds like crickets keeps going <laughs> unless it's our production team playing jokes with us i think they might be because if they're playing jokes with us i wouldn't put it past them <laughs> but anyway um going back to if you going back to school the the saying is no matter how long it takes as long as you get there yeah. so you know don't beat yourself up if it takes you a little bit longer and that goes for anyone else out there that's listening you know if you are in school or working on a project don't beat yourself up. If it takes you a little bit longer than everybody else, that's okay. As long as you don't give up. I'm enjoying it. It's just a lot of work. Yeah, That's all right. If it were easy, everybody would be doing it, right? Yeah. Yeah. A little, but it, you know, it, it's, it, and I commend you for continuing your education and pursuing an education because for those of you who don't know, you did not, you have not, I believe, ever received a bachelor's degree, right? You, you didn't go to college. No. Yeah. Right. I, I, I do remember, for those of you who don't know, Randy did not go to college and he is a very successful businessman, 45 years yeah. in business. And how many locations? Five or four? Uh, five. Five. I was right. Five curry hair, skin and nails locations and very successful and continues to learn and wants to learn. So age is just a number, sir. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah, no. Don't forget to tell me that every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's why we have hydrofacial. Hydrofacial. Oh my gosh. Uh, speaking of hydrofacial, I have to book my appointment for one. Yeah. I have been wanting to go for a hydrofacial for so long now. I went one time and I I believe I booked with, what was it? Farhat. Farhat. That's right. I booked with Farhat. She is at the Glen Mills location of Curry Hair, Skin and Nails. She is absolutely amazing. So if you're going to book an appointment for hydrofacial, make sure you book with her. I booked my first hydro well I've had a hydrofacial before but it was many years ago but never at um, your salon so I was so so thrilled with the service Farhad is amazing I've been thinking about it and I feel like I need to book another appointment mm-hmm. um, so I plan on doing that soon 
I'll hook you up. Oh, I thank you. <laughs> you know people. I, I know people. I <laughs> you know people. Excellent, excellent. Well, um, I would love to share some news um, and what I've been up to, if you're yeah, interested yeah. in. I, I think you're up to a lot. I know. I know. So I've had a very eventful weekend. I have been all over the place and back um, on top of working at the restaurant. But yesterday I had the opportunity to go to Brooklyn, New York. I saw the you, picture. You saw on my social media. Um, so how do I say this real quick? Um, when my family came from Italy to America, the Italian-American immigrants all formed, a, um, a, I guess you would say it's like a club. And it was honoring the patron saint from the town that my family is from. The town is called Mola di Bari in Italy. It's in the region of Puglia. It's right on the Adriatic Sea. It's an absolutely beautiful town right outside the city of Bari. It's spelled B-A-R-I. So some people may pronounce it as Bari, but it's pronounced Bari. The small town very close to the city of Bari is called Mola di Bari. Both of my parents are from that town. And the patron saint of the town is La Madonna, which is the mother of sorrows. Wow. So in the, um, the, uh, the club that was formed in America for all the Italian American, the Italian immigrants that, that migrated to New Brooklyn, New York, they formed a club to not only honor the patron saint of the town, but also continue to practice a devotion this religious devotion that was near and dear to everyone and also uphold the culture and the heritage. And yesterday was 75th, it was the 75th year. So 75 years, but the 75th um, festival, the feast. Um, and it was by the, this, this button is so funny that keeps going off, but it was by the, um, the Congrega uh, Maria Santa Santissima Adolorata. So yes, right. The Marvel. congregation of the um, this the Adolorata, which is the basically the patron saint. But um, it was really a beautiful event. So we all came together in Brooklyn, New York, right in Carroll Gardens. So the so downtown Brooklyn. And Sacred Hearts of St. Stephen Church. If anybody's tuning in, they may be able to connect with this. But it was a beautiful, beautiful day. It was raining all morning. And I thought we, it was going to be, it rained out. But Clear. all of a sudden, the, the sun came out, cl the clouds went away. And it was a beautiful day. And what we do is there's a mass in Italian and then followed by a procession. And we walk the streets of downtown Brooklyn. And we have carriers dressed in suits. And it's really beautiful tradition that's been practiced for 75 years. And they're dressed, the carriers are dressed in suits and they hold the statue on their shoulders. And this is like a 600 pound yeah, statue. Yeah, okay. This is a very heavy yeah. statue, but it's a tradition that has been practiced for years and in my family for generations. Actually, my grandfather is one of the founding fathers of this yeah. congregation, this club, this, um, this group that comes together honoring the patron saint of Molody Body. And it really is a beautiful tradition that I am very honored to practice, but I've been doing this every year. We only drive in the day of and come back the wow. night, wow. that night. And it's a beautiful tradition. It's a long drive, almost three hours with traffic, but it's so worth it. Oh, wow. It's beautiful. Like the statue is really like life size. Right? It's absolutely beautiful. Um, and it's emotional because, you know, it's, there's so many emotions that go into it and, and I'm a firm believer in prayer and I am practicing this devotion because it is a devotion that my family and I practice and we're truly, you know, thankful that we're able to come together and do so, but it's absolutely beautiful. It's something almost like out of a movie. 
Yeah, it really true. is yeah. like ha- the way that they it all unfolds throughout the you know the day. It really is something like you see in a movie. I, I almost I almost feel like you need to come next year, Randy. Yeah, I would love to I, and experience yeah, it. It's absolutely beautiful. They do something very similar here in Wilmington, Delaware, around the time of the um, the Italian fe- the um, the Italian festival, oh, yeah. the Saint Anthony's Italian festival. They do something very similar, but this is a little bit different because it's focusing on just one saint. The Italian festival here in Wilmington, Delaware, they honor um, a variety of saints, which is also so beautiful. Yeah. Um, but a lot of towns do this where they honor saints. And it's very common. This practice and devotion is very common in Italy. I can only speak on because that's my heritage and my, you know, the culture I understand. I'm sure there are other cultures that do the same thing. Yeah. It's a beautiful ceremony. I, I, I watched it, you know, in, your Instagram feed. And yes. Thank you. Really good. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I think we need to touch on a couple of things before we talk about our incredible guest. What are you doing Thursday, Randy? Nothing. Well, then I'm booking you. So if you are in town in Wilmington, Delaware, we're actually North Wilmington. VNN Bistro is hosting the official send-off party for Miss Delaware USA Noah Mills and Miss Delaware Teen USA Molly Lavelle as we send them off to wow. Miss USA and Miss Teen USA, which will be held live in Reno, Nevada. So it will be the actual national competition will be held the last week of September. So I believe the final day is September 29th, but stay tuned for that because wow. there'll be preliminary show, costume show happening throughout the week for both um, divisions. But we are officially sending off our Delaware girls as they compete for the Super Bowl of all pageants. So if you are in town and would like to support, stop by VNM Bistro Thursday, September 14th, 530 to 730. Um, tickets are $20. If you cannot attend, we are always so grateful for any additional donations because it is a fundraiser and it goes towards these two individuals who are working extremely hard towards the crown. So make sure you stop by. And Randy, I hope you can stop by too. I know you're busy, but we would love to have you. Yeah, I will. Definitely. Oh, they would love that. Molly and Noah would so appreciate that. And, and again, for those of you who don't know, Randy, um, curry hair, skin and nails, uh, obviously led by Randy are, he's, I mean, a huge support system to our Delaware title holders. We're extremely grateful for your support, your generosity for both individuals. Molly has been um, receiving hair care by Brandon Wilson right. here at this Curry Hair, Skin and Nails location, yep. um, which is in the DuPont building in, in downtown Wilmington. And he has been helping Molly achieve her hair goals. Um, she's been enjoying, she was enjoying the entire summer on the beach and she noticed her hair was getting a little brittle. The sun was damaging it a little bit. And Brandon has been so amazing with helping her achieve her hair goals. Her hair is beautiful. Yeah, she's a beautiful girl. She, oh my gosh, yes, absolutely beautiful. But he's really helped uplift her confidence because you and I both know what hair means to us, right? What our hair means to us. And so Molly has been so, so grateful for the the support and the guidance that you've been providing her. And Noah has been getting her nails done. She's been, um, I believe, I believe she's coming to this location, Mm -hmm. seeing your nail tech. And she's so happy about that. So again, check out all the services at all the locations because my two title holders are treated like royalty. I mean, it's, it's, they're, I mean, they're absolutely gracious about it, but I, you know, someone who's watching and witnessing on the sidelines, Thank you for everything you're doing. And thank you to all the team, um, all of the team at Curry Hair, Skin and Nails for your support to the Miss Delaware USA program. 
Thank you. Yeah, they're, they're beautiful girls and it helps advertise our services. Right. right. It's a win-win. We support yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, without further ado, I would love to introduce our guest for today's episode. Heather Cox, the driving force behind Heather Cox Codes, has been a pillar in the digital marketing sector for over a decade. Launching her career in 2011, she rapidly distinguished herself as a proficient WordPress website designer, social media strategist, and an SEO expert. Heather has augmented her skills with advanced certifications from prestigious institutions like University of Delaware, Harvard University, and the University of Maryland. Her accolades include a noteworthy appearance at the 2021 TED Talks, where she passionately addressed topics concerning women in business and equity. With an eye for detail and relentless commitment to client satisfaction, Heather has emerged as a trusted partner for brands aiming to amplify their online presence in Delaware and beyond. Heather is also a second generation business owner, a mom of three, and the host of a micro podcast called Into the Black. Please welcome Heather Cox. Hi, Heather. <laughs> how are you? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. I oh, thank it. you for joining us. Heather, listen, your bio is top notch, my dear. Like, oh <laughs> my goodness. You. Like I was I was sharing with Randy, like we've known each other for a long time now. Yes. But wow, Heather, I'm so proud of you and everything you've done. <laughs> really? You, like, I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Of course. Of course. Like, I mean, I'm reading the bio and I'm like, wow, she's so awesome. Like just so accomplished, but also you continue to evolve. And as someone who has had the opportunity to work with you closely, because uh, for those of you who don't know, Heather, I, I work with Heather with all of my businesses, my restaurant, my ice cream store, and even the pageant and my personal brand. Heather has helped and educated me so much about digital technology, the digital world, the web world, social media, and how it's constantly evolving. But for you, you are also constantly evolving. And that's something I want to touch on. And I actually want to get right to it. Yeah, what is sure. a micro podcast? <laughs> um, so thank you again for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, and if I apologize, if you hear my birds in the background, um, oh. they'll go perfectly <laughs> with the crickets. So um, we'll have a very nature-esque show today. Um, but yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, a micro podcast is actually a short form video micro podcast. It's called Into the Black. We go into the space between the ones and zeros of life, business, entrepreneurship, and more. Um, it is is actually just vertical based uh, at this point. It is not on Spotify or uh, Apple iTunes like you guys are. And that's actually my next step. Um, like you said, I'm always evolving and changing and growing. Um, and that is the next step. Once I get my studio done, I am actually waiting for my studio to be completed. My office, uh, I have grown out of it. <laughs> um, with all of the, right, right. So, um, but you know, we are waiting for my uh, studio to be done. So I am kind of on a little hiatus, but I am doing some short form video with that and and using a actually a very mini microphone um call and we're calling it a micro micro podcast oh <laughs> so cool i've to. seen i think i've seen that before yeah so um but while we wait for my basement studio to be finished i'll be doing more of the uh, micro 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 podcast stuff 
So micro micro. <laughs> I love that. And that was the first thing I caught because we, we you know, we host a podcast and I'm also on television, but I'm always learning myself, even though we have our own show and our own podcast, I'm always learning. And I'm always learning from you because you are always ahead of your time and always at the forefront and always changing and adapting and pivoting. I feel like that's that's something that is important to do in yeah. business. Very but much so, yes. someone who is a brand strategist, a website designer, social media expert, I mean, you have to stay always in up to date. So how do you do it? How do you stay ahead of it? Because the this tech world, the digital world, social media is constantly changing. I can't even keep up. A hundred percent. And I mean, I'm kind of a big nerd, a big, you know, I love technology and especially when artificial intelligence came out. I mean, I was just so excited about that. But, you know, I mean, I started in sixth grade um, on a computer. We had our first Mac. Right. And, you know, I was creating newsletters for my aunt um, who had a, a church newsletter. And then from there, you know, I'm on AOL and then that MySpace and teaching myself how to code on MySpace and then Facebook comes and then, you know, you needed a .edu email to even log on. So, you know, like with every new thing that the internet brings you need to cut and, and I do this because I'm such a nerd I love technology I love learning new things so that's why I really think I'm able to stay ahead and pivot and and constantly move forward and learn and, and embrace the future of things mm -hmm. because social media is constantly changing and in this industry if you do not stay within like if you do not stay ahead of the curve and and you and discovering new things you're just going to get left behind and you're going to be replaced with somebody who is able to do that mm, that's valuable advice right there yeah and it's the hard truth if i'm correct for sure i mean some people are set in their ways and that's never good i i've learned to be open-minded as a business owner myself i'm i like structure i like i'm very disciplined i like structure but i've learned to bend. You have to be able to bend a little bit. Not everything's going to be perfect. You can't be so set in that one way of doing things because the world we live in is constantly changing. And I feel that it's really important to bend. Especially with AI. Mm. I think it's a game changer. You know, like you can actually ask AI what she, she, you should do next, right? You know. Exactly. And yeah. I mean, I'm and utilizing AI, you can actually, you know, change a lot with your business, even in your personal mm -hmm. life from meal prep to organizing kids chores for the kids, um, you know, <laughs> organizing your content calendar for a whole month for your business asking, you know, you can even mm -hmm. download your analytics from your Facebook, you can upload that Excel spreadsheet over onto chat GPT for have it analyze it and then ask it what are the holes in my marketing? What can I do to increase reach and engagement? There are so mm -hmm. many different things that you could do with AI um, in your business and in personal. And I feel like more people need to embrace it. Could you share with us a little bit more about chat? Is it GBT? Did I say it right? Chat GPT. Yes. Chat G. Oh, PT. goodness. Yeah. Got it. So <laughs> explain a little bit more about it for those who may not know. Yeah. So chat GPT, you can definitely go look at it at chat.openai.com. And that's basically a AI, an artificial intelligent 
a copywriter, essentially. There's more things that it can do, um, but a lot of people use it for copywriting. A lot of people use it for press releases, um, content calendars, uh, creating voiceovers for your video, um, asking it to create a script for you for your video, um, asking to give you 10 ideas for your next podcast episode. Um, there's so many different things that you can use ChatGPT for. Um, right now, they have an integration where you can upload your document. They even integrated Canva. Oh, wow. I, like, I lost my brain this morning because <laughs> I found out about it last night. So wow. I like saw that chat GPT and how they integrated the, the Canva plugin. And then you can literally ask it, you know, find me a uh, template for a real estate open house. And then it will pull five different Canva templates for you. And then you just click the link and then it'll take you directly over to Canva where you could start editing it. So wow, I mean, that's so easy. <laughs> I know there's so many. So, so ChatGPT is awesome. And it's, is it a free service? Um, so for yes, right now you can go over to uh, chat.openai.com and just sign up with Google, your, you know, your email, um, even Facebook, and then uh, you can use chat GPT 3.5, which is the free version, essentially. Okay. Um, and that is trained uh, on the internet up until 2021. Uh, Chat GPT 4, that is more integrations. There's plugins, there's uh, things that you could do with it, like ask it specific questions, like uh, look over this specific spreadsheet and give me specific information. You can upload images, documents, uh, but the free version, the 3.5 is free and anybody can use it. Interesting. Well, I think I'm going to be signing up for this. <laughs> I, I have, you I'll, know, help been, you. I'll help you through it. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm probably going to need your help. Um, but I, I'm interested. I'm definitely intrigued because I, I use Canva mm -hmm. and because of Heather, she taught me to use Canva. She was like, you need to download Canva. Canva. It's good to have as a resource for anything that you do, whether it's for the restaurant, for the ice cream place, for the pageant, or just for my personal branding. Mm -hmm. And it really is user-friendly once you get used to it. And I, and I appreciate that it is so user-friendly. But now that you're saying that it's integrated with chat GPT, they say, right? Yes. And that's chat GPT <laughs> that I feel that I really need to entertain it now. <laughs> Well, there's also a lot of AI features within Canva itself now from the background remover to the deletion to you can even ask it to write a prompt. I was messing around with this app that's integrated in Canva where I can create 3D QR codes. Oh, so wow. I can write like flowers on a building and then it'll turn a uh, QR code that looks like flowers in a building and I can still take a picture of it. So there's so many really cool things. Oh, that my goodness. I know. Yeah. Canva is super cool. And especially I, now that they have AI integrated. Into it. I have to make time to really sit down and go through this because this is, this is just useful information that can help you grow your brand, grow your business, whether it's your business or your personal brand. I think this is so important to know how to utilize and take advantage of. We're using it in the salon and sending up text messages and, uh, it's able to communicate with the guest and they can ask it questions and Excellent. they think they're talking to a person. We, we call uh, Wanda the beauty expert and she mm -hmm. uh, texts people and, and tries to promote other services that they haven't had yet. So, well, I mean, they're technically talking to someone. Yeah. yeah. They're talking Wanda. to some, Wanda, Wanda. Right. So it is a, it's a person, right? It's yeah. a sort of a person, right? <laughs> 
That's amazing. I love that. Yeah, that's really neat. I know that Randy has always shared with me, um, especially in the last few months, he's been really evolving his business on the back end, especially with technology, the digital world, social media has really been putting that to the forefront. And, you know, it's, it's not easy because Randy's been, it's not easy changing, right, Randy? But you've been in business for 45 years and you knew you had to e- adapt. You knew you had to. So you're the perfect example of tr- making sure you learned correctly and you brought in the right team to help you learn correctly and implemented it so that your audience, your customers, we'll be able to connect yeah. because we do live in that digital day and age. The, the right team is essential. Absolutely. Right now. Oh gosh, absolutely, absolutely. So um, Heather, as a female entrepreneur, um, could you talk a little bit more about your passion for women in business? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I am a second generation entrepreneur. Uh, my mom is a business owner. She actually owned a gift boutique in Lantana Square in Hocassin, Delaware called the Wallflower Gift Boutique. Uh, I worked there from, oh God, fifth grade, fourth grade on <laughs> until it closed. Um, I I think it closed 15 years ago now. Um, and then she now owns a um, pottery business called the Fairy Potter and Pixie Properties, which creates uh, fairy homes uh, for your garden based off of, uh, I believe, the Wildflowers book that she had like forever ago. And then my um, older sister is also a business owner. And so is my younger sister. So my older sister is a studio owner. She owns Mockingbird Studios in New Zealand. And then my younger sister owns uh, Strawberry Fields, which is a uh, landscape horticulture design company down in Washington, D.C. So I am really involved because, I mean, I grew up in it. I grew up in, um, you know, entrepreneurship and and being a business owner, you know, watching my mom grow up. And I I am really proud to say that I am from a family of women entrepreneurs because it really is not difficult uh, for women in business. And that's why I actually focus my TEDx talk on that uh, because I, you know, I grew up watching my mom and she would be working late nights, 10, 11 till midnight, you know, waking up, getting us kids to school, making our lunches, working more, you know, uh, we would be, we would, we would go to the craft shows all the time with her growing up. So, you know, just watching her raise us and have Mm -hmm. a successful business, uh, that motivates me to do the same thing, right? Because she did it. Well, then Mm -hmm. I can do it. And so many other women can do it as well. So, you know, that's why I really am just like, Go get it. You can do it. There is no women. There is no boss, babe. There is no CEO. There is no any of that. We're just bosses. We're business owners. And, you know, I just, that's why I'm really passionate because we all should be on an evil playing field and we're not. So women tend to be, I mean, I, I forget what the stat was, but women tend to have smaller businesses than men do. And we make up a larger portion of the small business sector than men do because a lot of men have larger businesses, CEOs, you know, mm-hmm. on the boards, all of that stuff. So, oh, yeah. I mean, that's why I'm just like, it's, and I tell this to my daughter, I'm like, you know, you could do whatever you want. You can have your own business right now if you wanted to, because I just want to instill in my kids that, you know, they can do whatever they put their mind to, especially for women in business. That's right. And you obviously 
have been surrounded by female empowerment, female entrepreneurs, because it's within your family. And I love that you're, you're passing that on to your daughter. And I think that is important that you pass that on and start at a young age to be that, that incur- positive encouragement about you should want to start your own business. What do you want to do that's going to make you happy, feel independent and a strong uh, female in the business world? Now, just going back to the TED Talks, and I want to focus on that just for a minute because I know a little bit about what the TED Talk was about because I was following Heather's journey, um, preparing for it because that was a very big opportunity for you. That was huge. It was really, really an important opportunity for Heather, but also what her message was. Could you share with uh, Randy and all of our listeners and viewers a little bit more about your message and about the TED Talk message and what you focused on? Yeah. So my TEDx talk was um, labeled, titled RIP Boss Babe. And the, uh, the reason why I chose this was I really wanted to focus in on these labels that women put on themselves, like boss, babe, fempreneur, CEO, that is kind of like infantilizing and kind of degrading and kind of minimizes the entrepreneurial experience that many women in business have. Um, and I, yes, I understand that these labels were created for women and by women, but you know, I, I think it, a lot of the times when I'm approached, for working and doing, you know, jobs and social media and WordPress website design. Um, you know, in the beginning, I would get, oh, are you a boss babe? Are you in that MLM? Are you mm-hmm. that toxic? You know, like, is that, I don't want to work with somebody who is that type of feel and vibe. And I would be like, no, no boss babes over here. No, this is not MLM. This is not, <laughs> this is not a part of that. Like, please. And so it, that's why it was really important for me to put that out. Cause I'm like, okay, well, if, you know, we are treated as such, if I'm treated as such, I know others are treated as such. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why at the end of the TEDx talk, I put a bunch of quotes that were t- said to women in business that were kind of degrading and demeaning and really just, um, minimized what we've done and what, and, and the businesses that we've created. Um, you know, so I, I definitely, uh, suggest that you, if you have not watched it, definitely check it out. Just search Heather Cox boss, babe. Um, it should come up on Ted.com. Um, but you know, the Vincenza, you helped me, uh, actually prepare for it. Um, so I had stage fright actually prior to Ted, my TEDx. Not anymore though. Not anymore. No. Um, Mm -hmm. and so Vincenza kind of helped me. Uh, she came over to my house one day and we kind of ran through it a few times and she gave me some pointers. Um, you know, and then I did the TEDx talk down at TEDx Dover and I blacked out. I don't remember (laughs) anything that happened (laughs) Uh, because of my stage fright. I completely like blacked Mm -hmm. out. I was spitzing. It was crazy. So, um, but then Dan, the Dan Young, the organizer over at TEDx, he was like, look, you know, I have the video here. You can watch it. I'm, I want to give you another chance. Your, you know, talk fits in perfectly with the TEDx Wilmington women. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did it again. And this time my husband was there and he's very grounding for me. So I did a much better job and I wasn't as scared because when you're going to something that you are unsure of or you've never done before, you know, 
know, that can trigger a lot of stuff. Um, but mm. then the second time I was really prepared. I had lotion to make sure that my hands didn't sweat. And I put it on my brow as well. Um, Casey Balk actually did my makeup and I was like, here, use this lotion, please. <laughs> so, um, and, you know, I made sure that um, I, I just kind of didn't uh, focus on my talk before because that would kind of give me, you know, like freak. I would not want to do it. So, right, right. Um, but you persevered. Yeah, I did it. I did it. Yeah, and she achieved <laughs> her. You could say she achieved her goal. She yeah. conquered her fear. And now is a pro like you are like you are a pro now. And and I always say this and I know Heather knows this piece of advice because I shared it with her. And I always share if something makes you nervous, that means you care. And it's okay if you get nervous because that means you still care. But don't try to control the nerves. Embrace the nerves. Take those nerves and make them just flow through your body and make it be the fuel that fuels your fire to want to be more successful and achieve that goal that you're putting, you know, putting out there, you're, you're running towards. And um, Heather literally killed it. Like she did such an incredible job in her TEDx talk. Um, and I always believe everything happens for a reason and you just needed a warm up. That's what it was. You just needed a warm up. And then the second time was a charm and it was perfect. And it was inspirational. It really was. It was an eye opener for someone that would never think, oh, boss babe, that's a good thing. Right, Heather? That's a good thing. Right. But really, mm, if you think about it, maybe let's think about it some more. No, we want to be more than just a boss babe. We want to be a boss. Thank you. And I love that she puts that into perspective. And it's not that it's bad, bad to the point where you're saying like a bad word, but it's more putting into perspective that female entrepreneurs want to be recognized and respected as a boss. Mm-hmm. How about just that? For right? The, for the work, right? Yes. Everything that goes into it. Yeah. That's right. And and I appreciate that she took that chance, Heather took that chance and, and created this presentation that really helped kind of give, it was like an eye opener for many. And no one would ever think, I didn't even think of it until Heather came to me with this message and we were practicing. I said, wow, I didn't even think of it that way, Heather. You're so right. You're so right. And I appreciate that because she puts it into perspective. And and that was just me that, you know, was a, was, it was an eye opener. Imagine how many other people that were in that audience that witnessed her presentation at the TEDx talk that, that were thinking, wow, you're right. I like this message. Let's, let's, let's change that narrative. Let's change how we look at things and how we say things just to make sure there's more equal fair is fairness in the workforce. So, um, just, uh, to keep going, I have a couple more questions yeah. for you, Heather. Um, so one thing you're passionate about is facing your fears, which we talked about. Yes. And, um, you know, you let us, you, you let us know a little bit how you overcame your fear, obviously with these little tips and tricks you said earlier, what else, let's say you wanted to give advice to others on what you did in conquering your fear. What advice would you give to others so they can help conquer their own fears and personal struggles? You know, I've been saying this to my daughter a lot. My daughter is seven. Um, you know, I also have two bonus kids as well, but she has uh, my my seven-year-old. She is fearful of some things. And I tell her, I say, just do it scared. Just do it scared. Ah. Like you may, you know, be like... 
here's an example. She wanted to jump off the diving board last summer. She didn't like not. She was so scared. She would try and she would just get at the edge of that diving board and then she would check it out and turn around. And it's like, <laughs> it's okay. Like we got, but you know what? She, this summer she did it. And I was so proud of her when she did it because she said, she was like, I was scared. I didn't want to do it. And I said, well, guess what? You did it scared. And now you're not scared of it anymore, are you? And she That's said, right. absolutely not. So, you know, uh, do it scared. And I love that. Yes. That, that I love that. <laughs> I'm taking that one. That's a good one. Do it scared. Do it I scared. do a lot of things scared. Yes. Yeah. You know, and one of the one of the most notable ones was two, three weeks ago. Um, Vincenza, I don't know if you know this. I have not been on a plane since seventh grade when we were at HB. I think we went down to like Florida for a band trip or something. <laughs> and that was the only time I've been on a plane since seventh grade. So three wow. weeks ago, I made myself, I said to my husband, I said, book me a flight. I don't care where I'm going. Just book me a flight. I said, because I need to get on a plane. I said, I cannot keep being scared of this because this is going to box me in and I don't want to be boxed in anymore so mm. he put me he got us two tickets to atlanta georgia and we went down to atlanta georgia for the weekend and uh we stayed stayed at the atlanta marriott marquee and it was gorgeous and it was awesome but i was actually able to get over my fear of flying so that's i awesome. yes that's another fear and then literally two days later because of me flying i gave myself a, a pinched nerve and i had to go to a chiropractor because <laughs> you're so stressed out i was <laughs> but i was scared of a chiropractor i was scared of the oh. chiropractor since the day after uh so when september 11th happened I actually gave myself a clavicle sprain in my neck because I was so stressed out and I had to wear a neck brace. I don't know if you remember this, Vegeta. I wore a neck brace for a month at high in high school. Yeah. <laughs> um, but literally after the plane, I went to the chiropractor and I also faced that fear as well. So it was awesome. And I'm like, I'm kind of on cloud nine right now where I'm like, ah, like nothing is going to stop me. And I'm just going to keep, keep doing it scared. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I thought you were going to follow up with a bungee jump. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know I don't about know that one, one, but well, I mean, you never know. You, you never really, know. Really That's never right. Know, to be you honest. just never know. <laughs> yeah. Well, so right now, technology and self-care are huge topics um, in our society. If you, um, let's say, what are your thoughts on how those, I guess you would say, intersect each other? How, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, I am a student of TikTok. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, you know, people say doom scroll, but I say kind of like self-educate. Mm. Um, if you are watching specific things on a specific platform, then you're able to self-educate yourself. And one of the biggest uh, topics right now over on TikTok is self-care. A lot of, um, you know, take time off, uh, you know, a lot of the beauty products as well. I've been learning a lot about skin care over there as well, which I think, Randy, I could probably yeah. learn some info from you in regards to that. Um, I'd love to hear that. Yes. But, you know, I, I uh, for a long time, I did not focus on self-care on myself. Um, but now I am learning that self-care is really important because if you don't take care of yourself now, your body is going to stop you and tell you you have to. Mm. So... It's important to embrace self-care when you are not 
trying to heal something or just maintain. It's it's really important for that, you know, in regards to that. And I will mention, keep your head up, guys. When you're on the, on the phone, don't do this and look down at your phone. You're going to give yourself cathodic neck. Um, I yeah. found that out after I got over my fear of the chiropractor. And he let me know that because I've been looking down at my phone without proper posture for over a decade, I now have kyphotic neck and constant mm. daily headaches. So, um, you know, look up if your neck is feeling blah, hang your neck over uh, the side of your bed for 20 minutes and kind of, you know, just release that tension from your neck and make sure you stretch, make sure you take breaks from your phone, look up. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and stand up, shake it out a little bit. You know, if you're somebody like me, who's on the computer all the time and, and sitting in a, in a computer chair, um, and then also make sure that you are, um, you know, investing in that self-care, get yourself a really nice computer chair. I just got mine from X chair. Um, you know, if you can help something that helps with your posture, look into it, take some care, get yourself a hammock, put a hammock in the middle of your house. Like there are so many things that you could do with self-care in regards to right. technology. But and, and this is super, these are like <clears throat> super helpful tips because we're all guilty of being on our phones. We're all guilty of being on social media, whether it's for work or pleasure, business or pleasure, we are all guilty of it. And this is really helpful advice. Yeah. And Heather's right. I mean, I've been experiencing neck pain myself and I think it's because I have no choice. I have to be on my phone for so many different parts of my world. And it, whether it's for the restaurant, whether it's for the ice cream place, the pageant, or even just everything that I'm doing, it, it, you, we're, we're looking down. Mm -hmm. And that's really helpful advice. And I love that you said invest in a comfortable chair that helps yes. with your posture. That is a big one because a lot of people are working remotely from home and they may not have the best chair that's good for their posture, good for their back, good for their neck, good for their body. And I like that. That's very helpful advice. What was the name of the uh, the website you said? So it's xchair.com. Um, I love my okay. chair. It even has massage and heat in the lumbar. Oh because, my gosh. Yeah, yes, yes. Are, yes. They, is it too, are they super expensive? I mean, they are. I think mine was $1,600, um, but you can okay. write it off on your taxes. You can only write it off on your taxes the year you receive your chair. So I bought my chair last year. I received it this year. So I'll be writing oh, it up, okay. but you know, that's not okay. financial advice an investment in your self-care yes an investment in yourself because that's really important because if you're going to be sitting down working for many many hours it's important yeah. to make sure that you have a chair that you're sitting in that will help I guess you would say prevent injury, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Not cause injury Provide because there are, comfort. exactly. But, it, you know, you, think about it. If you, I mean, you have to, there's just the inconvenience of going to physical therapy, going to the doctors and, and, you know, whatever you have to do, you can avoid all that by just investing in that self-care. And maybe it doesn't have to be, you know, the chair yet, but you can invest in other things like yoga, stretching, which you can do, in the comfort of your own home. Massages. Exactly. That, you facials. Oh, facials. Yeah. Hydrofacials. Yeah. Hydrofacials. I don't know if you were hearing our conversation. I was. I need to come in for a hydrofacial. Yes, Heather should come in for a hydrofacial. Yeah. I need one. Ah, that's a great idea. Yes, you'll, you will love it. Well, 
Heather, is um, I know that we are actually winding down uh, to the, the interview a little bit. Was there anything you wanted to share with our audience that we did not get to touch on? I know there's just so much we can dive into. I mean, I had so many other questions um, and I may ha- I may quickly ask you and you may have to give me a quick answer, but was there anything else that you wanted to touch on that we did not get to? Well, um, so I am actually, if you want to visit me and meet me, um, I'm going to be at the Delaware Networking Station next Thursday at the Chase Center from 5 p.m. to 7.30 p.m., booth number 33. So come visit me. That's for your local people here in Delaware. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you want, if you're national and if you want to meet me, I'm going to be at the museum at Meta Campus um, November 15th and 16th for the Buildings AI and Core Tech 2023 conference. Oh boy. And I'm like super excited because I mean, it's Facebook, it's meta. So this is like a a completely full circle moment for me. Is this like a virtual conference? No, it's an actual in-person conference on Facebook meta campus. Yes. So cool. Oh, wow. That's really neat. I'm so glad you mentioned that. Full circle thing for me because I mean, I did start on Facebook with a dot edu. So, you know, uh, that's where my business journey began. And so now it's kind of full circle moment that I'll be there. So join me. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's really awesome. That's really awesome. I'm glad you mentioned that. All right. I'm going to ask you out of all the social media platforms out there, which one is your go-to or favorite and why? Okay. So TikTok's my favorite. Mm -hmm. Um, and personally for business, I mean, I am of the school of omnipresence. So making sure that, you know, you are on all the platforms, you're hitting all the platforms. But my favorite personally is TikTok because I've learned a lot about myself and self-care on TikTok and actually made um, many amazing friends over there. So I would say TikTok, yeah. I like when you said the doom scroll. Is that what it, is that what they call it? Yes. That's do you know what, what that is? Yes. Do you know what the doom scroll is? Okay, so doom scroll. If if you get on to do you have a TikTok? Okay. Randy has a TikTok. Sorry, I didn't know that. So the doom scroll is when you get on TikTok and you just go like this. Yeah. You're just like and you just and you're doing this for like a long time and you went down the rabbit hole. <laughs> I have a question, Heather. What's your core business? Like what do you you know, like the core? Sure. So um, my core business is social media management uh, management and strategy, um, content creation, uh, short form video content creation, WordPress website design and search engine optimization, including social media search engine optimization. So it's kind of like all of the digital strategies brought together, mm-hmm. um, not just kind of like a hodgepodge of like, oh, I do this over here. I do. No, it's an all encompassing digital strategy that it uh, includes search engine optimization for social media and your website to kind of have that search 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 first um, strategy in regards to your digital presence. Heather created vmbistro.com, icecreamdelightde.com, missdelawareusa.com, and vincenzacr.com. She created all those sites for me and how, and with, and we work together. We, I'm, I'm the type of person that I'm hands-on. So Heather, and I love that Heather allows me to be hands-on. That's one thing that's really, really important to me is that she allows me to be a part of that process and respects it. And I respect her and we work so well together. How many years, nine years now we've been actively, we've known each other way longer, but nine years actively working on all these websites and nurturing these websites, because that's what really it's all about. You have to nurture it. It's not just the one stop shop where you go, you do the website and it's done. Oh no. 
you have to nurture it. You have to fine tune it. You have to. Um, <laughs> you have I've to taught you so well. Yes, you have. I tell her all the I'm time. I'm so like, proud of you. It's so funny. I tell Heather all the time. I'm like, you taught me so well. I would have never known <laughs> because I'm so busy. You know how busy I am, Randy. Yeah. I'm so busy and I'm just going through the motions of the day. And Heather's like, Vincenza, you need to do this right now. And I'm like, oh, okay, you got to hurry up, fix it. Da, da, da. And I try my best to keep up, like making sure that you don't send images through text message, put them in a Google Drive file and send it via Google Drive because the image will be distorted every time you send it via text. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. Ah, mm-hmm. learning from the best. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Heather, this is the end of our interview. And as a traditional question, we love to ask all of our guests, if you could interview anyone on a podcast from the past or present, who would it be and why? Um, so I'm going to say Tom from MySpace. I would love to interview <gasps> Tom from MySpace because, because I feel as though Tom from MySpace is like the Steve from Blue's Clues. Mm. He left without saying goodbye. <laughs> and there was that viral moment, I believe, last year or the year before, where Steve for Blues Clues came back and was like, Hi, everybody. I'm sorry for leaving you. And this is what I've been up to. And it was like a huge viral moment. And I feel as though <laughs> the Tom from MySpace should just come back and kind of do that same thing and be like, Look, I'm sorry I left you guys. The top eight is still here. Tom is still here. I, I just would love that would heal my inner technology child. So that's, that's the reason hilarious. why I would I would interview Tom from MySpace. Randy, do you did you ever have a MySpace? Yeah. That was a platform before Facebook, right? Um Right. Yeah. Right. It, I mean, it was, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was an old platform, but it was the coolest one at one point. Right. You like, you were so cool. If you had a MySpace page, it was like creating your own website. Oh my gosh. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, and she, it's so funny. She she touched on it. Top the top eight. So I don't know if you remember. You used to have like your top eight like favorites on your profile of and MySpace. If you removed profile. somebody from the top eight, they felt a certain way. <laughs> It was like yeah. right? But Tom was always a part of everyone's top eight, right? Always, yes. Tom was always like number one or number two on your top eight. Always. That's so, so Tom, funny. Please uh, that come back. So let us know what's happening. <laughs> that's great. That's a good one. I love that one. That's a great one. Well, Heather, thank you so much yeah, for you. joining us on our Pronto podcast and and continued success. We wish you so much yeah. luck as you continue to. Conquer all of your fears, do it scared, but also now continue to empower women, empower all, and continue to evolve in the social media technology world. Honored to be a part of it and honored to be working with you, but thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you guys so much. <laughs> all right, bye. Bye. <laughs> See, told you she was great. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that we were able to get her on the Pronto podcast. Um, for those of you um, that may have tuned in late, Heather Cox Codes. Heather Cox, you can visit her on Instagram at Heather Cox Codes. Um, Google her website, heathercoxcodes.com. She is very informed when it comes to social media. She definitely knows what she's talking about. She's constantly teaching me because I can't keep up with technology the way it's evolving so quickly. And it's good to have one person running, you know, the website, Mm -hmm. social media sites. And listen, it's hard. Don't get me wrong. It's very difficult. It's hard. I I have, I still am very much involved. I do my best to oversee 
literally every detail, but it's also very important and healthy to delegate. So that's why I bring on Heather because she makes sure, she makes sure that everything is cohesive and everything is just very seamless. Everything comes together correctly. Like they all match up. It's consistent. And we always are nurturing the websites, the social media pages, and everything is different. We just did a huge shift in our marketing campaign for the bistro. Um, it's football season, right? Yeah. Football season and people are doing more takeout for during like maybe a big football game, like the Eagles are playing Thursday. Chances are the restaurant will be slow for dine in. Right. We're not a sports bar, but people can order takeout. So I'm making sure we drum up that, you know, push the takeout, say takeout business, tomato pie, a tomato pie makes great, you know, I'm great. Um, I call it a, a, a um, not pregame food, but uh, more of like a tailgating food. It's, it's yeah. can, you can consume it cold. You can consume it hot. It's actually even better the next day. So I was promoting tomato pie because I think it makes a great, you know, addition to your setup for any, um, if you're having a party, a football game, a football party, or you're tailgating at the football field in Philadelphia, pick up a tomato pie at V&M Bistro. Again, it tastes even better the next day. So even though we're, we're closed on Sundays, you can pick it up Saturday night. We do get a lot of people that order their tomato pie Saturday, pick it up and they head to the, the, the football field on Sunday in Philadelphia. So at the link, so definitely, you know, need a tomato pie for the next game, football game, contact us. But yeah, no, she helped me make that shift for football season because everyone's thinking Eagles right now. But before you know it, we're going to make another shift and everyone's going to be thinking about Christmas, the holidays, Thanksgiving real quick. I mean, we're, we skip over Halloween a majority of the time, right? And I love Halloween. I love pumpkin season. I hate that we sometimes skip all that, but if you think about it in the marketing campaign world, I feel like it, it, we quickly go through it. And then all of a sudden it's, it's the holidays. I, I heard something. Halloween's the like second biggest holiday, you know, revenue wise. Mm-hmm. Really? Where'd yeah. you hear? Do you know where you heard that from? No. Well, <laughs> I, probably internet. Internet. Okay. Well, I, listen, I, it's possible. It's definitely possible. Um, do, are you, do are you big with sales around this time of the year at the the salon? Not Halloween. Not Halloween. No. So maybe it's for other industries. We're not busy around Halloween at the restaurant. Um, but oh, look who's tuning in! Do you see that name, Randy? Giovanna oh. Johanna Rizzi Carrieri oh. Russo. Who does that sound like? It's my Relative. mom. <laughs> it's my mom. Hi, mom. So my mom has Hi, her. Mom. She has her married name and her maiden name all in one one shot. A long name. A long name, right? Hi, mom. That's so great. So I'm actually quite impressed. Speaking of, you're never listen. It doesn't matter what age you are. You always have to try to learn technology. And my mom figured it out. Yeah. She has never been able to tune in live she, until today. She, Grew up a heart. <laughs> yes, a heart emoji. Oh, hi. I <laughs> That's so it. great. Oh, I love it. Uh, well, anyway, Randy, another great episode. Yeah, thank and you. thank you everyone for tuning in. We learned so much um, with our guest, Heather, Heather Cox Codes. Um, she was so informative. And thank you again, Heather, for joining us. And thank you everyone for tuning in and stay tuned for our 22nd episode. We have tons of guests that are scheduled for the next few months. We are planning and plotting, as you can see. We might have some changes in the works, but uh, stay tuned for when we will be um, promoting our next episode of Pronto. So, Randy, 
Pronto. Pronto, Vincenzo. 